This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. All right. Well, good evening, everybody. So um, about a week ago, I had a case, um, like many other cases that were seen and managed in the waiting room and discharged from the waiting room. But uh, this was a young, uh, healthy guy who was playing basketball and basically stepped down kind of forcefully and felt a kind of pop in his lower leg and then couldn't really walk on that leg afterwards. He came in and uh, his exam showed that uh, he had a little defect at the end of his Achilles tendon um, and he couldn't push down with his foot. So he looked like he had an Achilles tendon rupture, which is something that we see a fair amount. So I was going to talk about kind of a recent study that talked about the management of that, not necessarily our part of it, but, um, you know, what happens afterwards. So initially in the emergency department, um, you know, it's kind of a classic story. Most of the times it's someone who's young and healthy. And a lot of times the complaint will be like an ankle injury. But when you talk to them a little more, it's kind of behind the ankle where the Achilles tendon is. It's usually like a sudden kind of stop where someone plants like in a basketball game or something to like make a quick cut. And then they usually feel this pop and then have a lot of pain in that area. And the classic thing is you can't plantar flex. You can't push down kind of with your toes. Um, and the exam, there's a classic exam exam called the Thompson test, where you have the patient lay on their stomach and you basically either have their leg kind of bent at 90 degrees or flat on the bed and you squeeze their calf. And, you know, if you have an intact Achilles and the person's relaxed, um, when you squeeze the calf, it kind of plantar flexes or pushes down with the foot. But if they have an Achilles tendon rupture, the foot doesn't do anything. It just sits there. So that's kind of a good diagnostic test. Most of the times people do not need any imaging in the emergency department. It's a clinical diagnosis. If you think that they might have, you know, a ankle injury, like a broken bone, you could x-ray it. But for the Achilles tendon, we don't do any imaging here. You could get you know, an ultrasound or an MRI to prove it, but usually it's just based on their symptoms and the exam. And our treatment here is basically to diagnose it and then splint them. We put them in a short leg posterior with a little bit of plantar flexion. So the kind of toes pointed down towards the ground a little bit, not like a crazy amount, but just a little bit of plantar flexion helps the Achilles tendon heal a little bit. But the question is, what happens after they're discharged from here? And, you know, what we tell people is you need to follow up an orthopedic surgeon. And, you know, what I've always told people is that some people will get surgery and some people might not need surgery. Um, and there was a recent study that looked at comparing, you know, the traditional open surgery, a minimally invasive surgery and no surgery at all to see kind of what the best outcomes were. And they looked at kind of just the function at, you know, several points, three months out, out to a year. And in terms of actual just function of the Achilles tendon, uh, there was no difference whether you had regular surgery, minimally invasive surgery, or no surgery at all. The function was basically the same. The kind of differences were that people who did not have surgery had a slightly higher rate of repeat rupture. Um, usually happened around 10 weeks, and about 6% of the people who did not have surgery would kind of start doing more activity, and then they would re-rupture. In the surgical group, that was extremely rare, like less than 1%. The flip side was people who had either one of the surgeries had a high risk of nerve damage, like a minor nerve injury to the foot, and that was about 3 to 5% of the time. 
So, you know, there's some downsides to, you know, having surgery always, but, you know, it seems like a lot of these people will heal great without surgery. Um, so it's a good thing to tell people kind of treating someone, discharging someone with Achilles tendon, just to know that you might get surgery, you might not, you know, there's good options, but you need to talk to an orthopedic surgeon. And that's kind of Achilles tendon ruptures that we see kind of not infrequently here. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.